Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, I'm Steve. With me, as always, is uh, our co-host, Jen. Jen, do you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Hi, Steve. Hello. Uh, so uh, today we have uh, award show heavy today, right? Um, yes. So uh, first things first, why don't we talk about the Grammys? Just real quick, briefly. Can we talk about why we're talking about the Grammys? Yes, yes, yes. You want to say why we're talking about the Grammys? Because nothing happened in our lives the past weekend. We couldn't think of... Funny banter. <laughs> like, you didn't have a close-to-death moment this no, week, right? No, no so, near-death experience. Yeah, and you know my car is fine. Huh? Near-death experience is called NDE. Oh, no. Is that a medical term? Maybe? I don't know. The only like, reason I know that, it that, it was in the Wikipedia Wik- of the OA. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should know this. We're watching the OA. Do you like... Yeah. Uh, you know what? We can talk about the OA later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Steve and I lead very boring lives, and just the last two weeks, just the last two weeks, nothing has happened. So we will talk no, about I, the- I, 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 no. <laughs> none that you sh- wish to share. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, what did you think about the Grammy? You know, um, I couldn't believe Adele swept. That was that was crazy. I believed it. I didn't like it. Oh really? I did not like it, Steve. You. I mean, no, not that. I, not that. I, I'm not questioning the. Oh, you didn't like it. I'm questioning. The, you weren't like shocked. No, I told you that she was gonna win. Oh yeah, you were right. She hasn't lost since 2012. Is mm-hmm. that right? I'm like the Grammys love her, and I love her, but. There is no way that 25 is a better album than Lemonade. That's crazy. It's crazy. And it's not an album that speaks, like, it wasn't the buzziest album. It wasn't the most culturally, like, impactful album. And yet the Grammys went ahead and gave it to the non-black singer, as they usually do. Basically, at the... um, uh, you know, like when the artists win and they go backstage and have like the moment with the press, like Adele literally was like, "What the f does Beyonce have to do to win an album of the year?" She's never won. She's right? never won, and yeah, I crazy, think yeah. the number of black artists who have won album of the year is right. like, you can count them all on one hand. So, I I don't know. And there was I'm so sorry. I I feel like I'm just like rambling. No, no, on. please. But there was a go Ringer ahead. article about. Um, like how utterly bizarre this year's Grammys were and like I didn't like think really like I didn't like like nothing from that article is memorable except for this one line where the writer is basically like and she was kind of comparing Adele's performance with Beyonce's performance and not Adele's performance of hello in the at the beginning but her tribute to George Michael and yeah. how she like flubbed it and had to start again. That I think shocked a lot of people. Except if you know Adele and you've been to any of her shows or you just know what she's like, like she does that all the time. Oh, actually. really? She does it quite often. I was shocked. Yeah, and but for her to do it on a stage of that like magnitude, magnitude was probably a little bit shocking. But I wasn't super surprised by it. Also, I think she got a lot of flack the year before when she was performing at the Grammys and she was off key the whole time, but she like plowed through with it and like it's one of her like biggest regrets, I think. Um, so it wasn't that surprising to me. But anyways, this writer made reference to the fact that like you know um, a white artist can make a mistake, start all over again. Like a black artist has to be. Th- have the most perfect performance and still can't get a Grammy. Do you know what I mean? And like it's a stretch, but I thought the I thought it was just a thought provoking um, thought. 
the, the, I think the funniest tweet I saw that night was when someone was like, Mariah's probably at home thinking like, oh, you're allowed to do that? <laughs> um, the other thing was like, you, you, you touched on it a little bit, which is that like, someone made a good point where, you know, for her acceptance speech, mm-hmm. where she like breaks it in half. Which. Or whatever. Yeah. They were like, oh, it's cool when Adele does it, but how would people have felt if like Beyonce had done it? I don't know. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean, though? Like, like it's the whole thing of, like, oh, a white person could get away with it. But Beyonce did it already. Do you not remember when when that fateful night when Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift? Uh When Beyonce won an award later in the night, she invited Taylor Swift up on stage to give the speech that she never gave because... Kanye oh, you know, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of the same version of it. Also, did you know that Adele didn't break the thing on purpose to give to Beyonce? Oh. Like, it, it like, just fell apart? She, like, kind of broke it by accident and then was like, oh, like, now we can share. Like, uh, it, it was like the moment, I think the viral part, like, I think is what people wanted to believe happened, but, like, in actuality, like, I think it was an accident. Oh, okay. It broke. Fair, fair, fair. Um, let's talk about the best part of the Grammys, which was Beyonce's performance. Did you think that it was the best part about the Grammys? I thought so. I thought yeah. so, too, but did you also think it was super pretentious and, like, no other artist could get away with a 10-minute stage on the Grammys where half the time you're not singing? Yeah, she I mean... Walked- you- down that stage for like half the time. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So here's the thing about Beyonce, right? Which is that, did you watch that documentary on HBO? Mm-hmm. It's like, in some ways, it makes sense that like she isn't like us because she's Beyonce. Oh my gosh! Yeah, know? she's but never gonna like, be like us. But it goes further than that. Where like, I, you don't pretentious? Want- yes, but like almost like. I can't really falter too much. I no, that, I'm playing know? devil's advocate here, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever that is. I mean, called. no, devil's advocate. <laughs> okay. That's the right term. I no, like never I, use it correctly. You know, so like, um, I, I, I loved it. I love Beyonce. It would. I could never be friends with someone who thought of themselves the way Beyonce thinks of herself. Yeah. But but like not, you could it, never be friends with Kanye. But but that's the thing, right? It's but it's different though. Like with Kanye, it's like. It's so disgusting to some people mm-hmm. that they can't even imagine. But Beyonce, like, people love... You know, like, people don't love Kanye. Mm. Some people do. But people, like... Beyonce has a universal, like, adoration from people. Yeah. But some of her personality traits or character traits, it's like, I wouldn't... I, I could not be friends with someone who is like that, but I could be friends with Beyonce. And to your point, it's because she could get away with that. There are just some people in life that get away with certain kinds of behavior, yeah. you know? Um, and so she's one of those people that just, like, can get away with it. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's because she's also, like, nice and also, like, spectacular and, like, <laughs> people put, like, their hopes and dreams, mm-hmm. like, in yeah. her. You know, she's, like, the physical manifestation of people's hopes and dreams. So, yeah, um, yeah it was... It was... The w- the reaction I got... Did you watch it with a group or by no. yourself? I like watching stuff by myself. Uh, so I can, yeah. like, scream at the TV or be like, ah! So, like, I watch it with a group of people, and they were like... Oh, and also you have friends. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same friends. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, they were like, oh, whoa, this is, this is weird, right? And I was like, yeah, no, it is, but it's also, like, par for the course because she does stuff where it's like... I feel like I've heard... 
people say like with Beyonce, if like you ask her for like to perform, mm-hmm. she tells you how long it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's like you have X amount of minutes, you have to do this yeah. song. Where yeah, um, I've heard for her or not. They don't tell you to do a song, but they're like, oh, do one song, mm-hmm. you know? And she's like, you no, can choose I will a song. Do 12. Yeah, and she, uh, she's the one that's uh, like, oh, this is how long it's going to be. This yeah. is how many songs I'm doing, you know? So, um, What do you think about her actual, like, choice of songs that she did that night? You know, it was fine. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was fine. So it's interesting, right, because, like, um, usually when you're nominated for Song of the Year, like, you perform tend to perform that song, the song yeah. right? So, Hello... I was waiting for... Hello has yeah. been, like, out for, like, months time. and months and months, and, like, Adele still, like, sang that song, right? Um, obviously, I don't think Beyonce could have done formation in her very pregnant state. Right, right. But then even... But even... <laughs> even the... Um, like, she's saying Love Drought and, like, Sandcastles. And, like, those are, like, I feel like the two least talked about songs on her album. But those songs are also really about, like, love and forgiveness. And, like, and it's just, I thought it was a statement that she was trying to make. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I mean, I just think, like, the, the thought that she puts into her And, like, her speech, her written speech, yeah, was yeah. so much about empowerment. And, like, that was good. That was and showing good. her daughter, like, what power can be. Yeah. Um, speaking of Blue Ivy, so cute. Um, stole the show. Who's her friend, that little other friend? I thought it was Solange's kid, but I think he has, she has a son, so I don't actually know who that oh. who that little girl was. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, just her complete creative control over everything. That's what it is. That's, exa- that's exactly um, what The it is. messaging, the song choice, the the performance is just like it's unbelievable, and um, I love her so much. Yeah. And she should have won all of the big awards. So I just think it's just it's such a sham and shameful. And I'm not surprised when people like artists like Frank Ocean are like, I'm not even submitting my album to the Grammys yeah. because there it, it there's no point. And I'm just kind of like, yeah. And I guess it's because the Grammys, I don't know, maybe it's on a lesser scale, but like you know how like last year. There's so much denouncement of the Oscars and it being so white. And, like, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but, like, it's it's changed yeah. from last year, right? Yeah. And so, I don't know. Like, I feel like the Grammys, though, every single year there's something like this where people are just, like, you're not honoring artists of different colors and yeah. you're not honoring artists that aren't doing just the traditional, like, I don't know, pop music that, like, wins all the awards. Um, and and the Recording Academy doesn't seem to, like, listen and get that. And the president of the Recording Academy, like, came out and was like, the Grammys are fine. It doesn't need to be fixed. Ugh. And I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe you should actually look at... And if you can look me in the eye and tell me that 25 is a better album, then you're, you're lying. But okay, yeah. like, yes, I don't know. No, I hear you, I hear you. I think that's a good segue into the next uh, topic. The meat right? of our discussion. Yes, here we go. So, uh, here's the next, uh, what's it, the next section. So, what we're going to be doing now is, uh, let's go ahead and talk about um, the Oscars. Steve, I love this season. This is your fit. I, so I saw it on your newsletter much. today. Yes. So much. <laughs> 
You said this is your Super Bowl, right? It's my Super Bowl. Um, okay, so let's go right into it. So we'll be hitting all the main... Er, I mean, I guess that's like subjective too. Well, some of it is objective, but like we've done the top maybe like nine or ten categories, right? Um, and then we'll be doing our... Um, predictions, yeah. and then ones that we feel passionate about that maybe like go against the predictions we've even made. Yes. Um, fun fact: Jen and I tried to disagree. Oh right. <laughs> we tried. We thought it'd be fun to like uh, debate. We thought about making this like a debate style almost, and then we filled out our ballots, and we were only disagreeing on one category. It's a pretty major category, though. That's true. And, it is a major I mean, we're category. not even disagreeing that much, right? Like it's it's, it's like it's either, either yours either or yeah, mine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. um, but that just goes to show you. I feel like there's a lot of locks down lockdowns of the yeah. categories this year. There's which, a lot of locks. Um, it's fine, but uh, I I don't know. Maybe we'll get some surprises. Yeah, maybe. I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for that. I think the one surprise we could have is if Moonlight wins nothing. I think that's I think that's in play. Yep. I definitely think that's in play. Because of the force of La La Land? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Either either yeah. the force of La La Land or like because of the way the voting works, mm-hmm. you know, like um, it's possible that Moonlight gets like goes home empty-handed completely. Yeah, you okay. Um, all right, let's start with so, music stuff. Sure. All right. Uh, first category we'll do is music original songs. So I'll do the, uh, yeah, I'll say the uh, the nominees. So we have Audition and City of Stars from La La Land, two separate uh, nominees. Can't Stop the Feeling uh, from Trolls, The Empty Chair from Jim, the James Foley story, and then How Far I'll Go from Moana. Music and lyric by Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> yeah, who who do you think is gonna is gonna win? I think City of Stars from La La Land. It's lock. It's a I lock. think it's a lock. It's the one song that everybody remembers. Um, I think Audition is a better song, but hmm, I think that it's gonna win it. Mm-hmm. But I, I I really want how far I'll go. To win. And this is this has nothing to do with the fact that like Have you watched Moana and listened to the song? Yeah. Okay. Did you watch Moana? Mm-mm. It was out of the theaters by the time I wanted to go see it, so I was really upset, but whatever. Um, I think there's a theater that's still playing it. I'll, I'll tell you about that. Okay. But it's not like at 11 a.m. on a weekday, right? Because no, no, that's you, sometimes no, it, You'll be able to watch it. Okay. You'll be able to, Thank to watch you. it. Um, yeah, How Far I'll Go, I think, should, should win. Just because I... Uh, I actually really like that song. Okay. You know, right. um, and you also didn't watch La La Land, right? No. So none of these like appeal to you. Yeah. No, I mean La La Land songs. I yeah, think. yeah. So I, I don't know. I, but I don't know. I can't imagine it being better than How Far I'll Go. To be mm, honest. Okay. So. Oh, but that's so weird. You've listened to one. I've listened to. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay. Um, listen, as long as "Can't Stop the Feeling" by Justin Timberlake does not yeah. win, it is a mediocre pop song, and I don't care for it. Okay. And. It's so cliche. I have a feel. No, it's not going to happen. No, no, I have a feeling that someone was talking to Justin Timberlake and was like, hey, listen, remember Happy? Like, you could do. Your it would It would be like Happy. And that's how they sold him. And it'll win an Oscar. Or get nominated. Or, yeah, or get okay. nominated. Which it did. You know, but. Um, let's talk about Lynn Manuel Miranda for a sec. I just want to hang there for a second. Let's just do it. because. So there's a thing in the. In yes, the arts drop some world knowledge on them. Called the EGOT, 
it's when an artist wins an Emmy, a Grammy, a Tony, and an Oscar. Oscar. And I didn't say it the way that the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Oscar Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda has a an Emmy, Grammy, and a Tony. Egged. So he just needs an Oscar. There are only twelve people in the world who have won an EGOT. Ever? Mm-hmm. So he would be the thirteenth. He would also, huh? Anyone I know? Um, I can look it up. No, no, no. Um, he would also be the youngest person to win an EGOT. I don't necessarily think that it's his year for this. I definitely feel like wait for Mary Poppins, yo. Yeah, I feel like he's he's gonna win it at some point. I don't think this is the year, but I love him so much. He's so enthusiastic about life, and like he like is so appreciative of the fact that he's like nominated for an Oscar, and he's like taking his mom, and he's like so excited. He was so excited at the luncheon. He was taking all these photos of celebrities and being starstruck. Um, I so for that reason, like I. I don't think it's going to... And I think you agree with me, right? Like, City of Stars is probably going to win. And he's oh, not, yeah. But it is pretty cool that, you know, in his short career, he's, in, he's already gotten three out of the four major, major awards. I feel like I can remember easily and recently a time where I had no idea who Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah. was. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like that what, long like ago. Like, less than a year or about a year ago? A, like, a year or two ago, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I think I, I think I only had heard of Hamilton, like... Not that long ago. Okay. I, I heard about him after we started this podcast. Oh, okay. And we started this podcast like a year ago, right? Yeah. A little yeah. over here. Um, let's move on to music original score. We have Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, Passengers. So, uh, La La Land? Lock it. It's we're, a lock. We're going to move on. It's There's, a lock. It should win. It will win. It Whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Documentary feature, right? Fire at Sea. I Am Not Your Negro, Life Animated, OJ Made in America, and 13. Okay, so you and I differ slightly about what we want to win. Right, but we both think that OJ Made in America is going to win. OJ Made in America is just epic of a documentary. I think it's like seven hours long. Something like that. Something like that. It aired on TV, but it Mm. was released in the theater for a little bit just so that these the documentarians um, could have a chance at this award. This award, and I think I think there's some really good contenders here, and I actually love this category this year because so many years you don't know most or a single one of the documentaries. Here we have a couple that are really, really making some really big impact, right? Um, So I'm not your Negro and Thirteen really are about race relations, and it's like super timely and. I think if any other year, 13th would have locked yeah. it. Um, but I think I think people, I think OJ Made in America was the buzziest of them all. Yeah. Um, and I think with good reason. Did you watch it? No, no, I haven't watched it yet. It's I watched the first like, two. It's, it's good. good. It's good. I uh, I was hoping, Yeah. The, like, I don't have anything against OJ Made in America. It's not yeah. like... The original song, I have something against City of Stars yeah. and I want more. Like, I don't have anything against OJ Made in America, but it's, I love 13th. Yeah. I love 13th. Yeah. Uh, Ava DuVernay, right? DuVernay, that, yeah. She, uh, man, it's so good. It is good. You know, and it's like, there should be a separate award for making Newt Gingrich seem like the voice of reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you have done a, the, an impossible like job. He, like, yeah. she has. Um, Van Jones, is that mm-hmm, his name? Mm-hmm. Van Jones, 
um, Cory Booker, and all these other like um, leaders. Not I wouldn't call him. Well, you have all these people who are talking about um, you know the African American experience, American uh, Black American experience, and then you have Newt Gingrich, and I thought they were gonna make him look stupid or make him sound like uh, an idiot or whatever and he he's eloquent he's and eloquent and he makes amazing points and it's not in contradiction to what everyone else is saying yeah it was really good yeah it was really good so i don't know we'll see what did you want to win what's you, what's your heart's best document oj yeah yeah i think the amount of time and work that went into like researching and meticulously tracing OJ's life way past the actual horrific incidents that have come to define him because um, they deep, they dig real deep um, I think uh, it's just a, it's such a meticulously researched well put together ah, man, I gotta documentary watch it. I gotta watch it so, okay yeah. fair fair um, oh let's do the next one's animated feature mm-hmm. right um, what do you what do we think is gonna win Oh, are we going to write, read out what the... Oh, that's right. I forgot. So animated feature film, right? Kubo and the Two Strings, mm-hmm. Moana, My Life as a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. I've not heard of My Life as a Zucchini and The Red Turtle before. I've never, yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, I don't even... I don't... Oh, so I don't think I've heard of Kubo and the Two Strings. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings was widely released. And is I that the one okay. that... Is that the one that's like um, Spirited Away? The one that, like, I think that animated so. yeah. animation yeah. style. Yeah, but right? I don't think it's a Japanese film. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, I barely watch animation. Um, Zootopia, right? Zootopia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm split on this because I love Zootopia, but I also love Moana. Um, were you surprised that Finding Dory wasn't on this? No. Okay. I don't think so. You didn't um, think it was great? I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. Um, but it... I don't know. I, I wasn't, I wasn't like upset. Okay. You know, um, like, do I think it should be on this list? Like, yeah, but am I heart like, am I heartbroken about it? Okay. Like, I don't think it's a snub. I'll okay. say I'll go that far. Interesting. I, I don't think okay. Because a, a lot of people thought it was. Yeah, I can understand that. It's just that, uh, when a sequel isn't as good as the original, I have a hard time sympathizing. But it's hard to as good as the movie that your film lover friend touted as number two of the... <laughs> he had it right after The Godfather 2. It was Godfather 2, Finding Nemo, Citizen Kane. It's hard to, it's hard to top that, you know? If you can't top Citizen Kane, then what, what are you doing? You? Yeah. Um, um, okay, so I think this is a pretty much of a lock of a category. I think so, I yeah. think so too. I haven't watched any of these. I've already told you I haven't you watched, watched Utopia. Oh, you have? Not. No, I'm saying you have told me that you have yeah, not. Yeah, And you also I reacted have, this I, way the last time I told you this. There is a theater out there. No, it's on Netflix can, now. I can watch oh, it. You can, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just watch it then? I don't know. I didn't have time. And also, listen, I am not as moved to go watch animated features as I am about, like, everything else in this category. Do you know what I mean? Like, I will I will definitely... I'm sorry, Steve. Steve's like... No, 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 no. I'm trying to... Like, trying the look that you have on your face is even worse than like <laughs> you were looking at me with disappointment. He's looking out into the space. No, it's because I'm, I'm preparing what I'm going to say. What are right? you... You're going to think it sounds ridiculous. No, You're going to think me. it sounds ridiculous. 
Zootopia is like the animated version of 13th. Okay. I believe you. So you have to I will watch, watch 13th. I, I will, I'm so sorry. I will totally watch it. It's, it's good. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Okay. I'm going to lie to you if you react this way. <laughs> I'm I'm like, I watched all no, of these. I'm, I'm kidding. just kidding. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. Okay, so Zootopia for sure, right? Yes. Lock. Um, okay, let's go to the writing categories now. Yes. Okay. So the writing categories are divided into two. Right. Um, it is original screenplay and then adapted screenplay. Now, does that mean original means like they just came up with an adapted is like based off a of previous work? Is that what that adapted, means? Adapted, yes. So adapted screenplays means that Whether it's the like source a book material came or from like a book, short a play, story, yeah, anything, yeah. right? Okay. An original is um, the the piece of work existed as the screenplay first. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yes. Okay. Um, so let's do original screenplay first. Uh, the nominees are Hell or High Water, mm-hmm. La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, and 20th Century Women. Is this where we differ? No, right? I don't think so. Okay, so we both pick Manchester by the Sea. Lock. Lock. It's a lock. Do you want to know why I think that? Sure. Do you have thoughts on why? Uh, I The guy who wrote it is Kenneth like... Kenneth Lonergan? He yeah. is like a writer first. Yes. Right? Yes. Did he direct this as well? Yes. He right. writer directed Manchester by the Sea. Um, but I heard he is a phenomenal writer. So I heard... Um, I'm going to go with... I, the reason why I went with Manchester by the Sea sea for this category is because I don't think that it's going to win yes. any of the other categories. Exa- right? like that, my, picture, that's my thinking exactly. Picture or... Even director. Um, like yeah. He, yeah. This is going to be their way of rewarding him. Yes. And I think it's a very dialogue-driven um, screenplay as well. And um, I think I heard him on... Um, Fresh Air with Terry Gross, mm-hmm. and it was just fascinating to hear about his process, and also, um, he likes to write a lot of these, like, overlapping dialogues, and I think those are... Aaron Sorkin style? Yes, but probably less annoying, since you are so annoyed by him, um, but I think those are so hard to do without it not sounding natural, Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and so I think, I, I don't know, I just think that this is, this is his shot at winning an Oscar, um, I think he's got this one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Did I have one that I want to win here. Did you have one as well? Or no. You're, okay. I think The Lobster should win. Yeah, because of the premise of it and how yeah, like original it is. Yeah. I, have you seen it? I have not, but I read it. Yeah. And man, it is a trip. It's weird, right? So It's it, a trip. Premiered at the New York Film Festival like two years ago. Oh, and, really? And like my... Um, my boss at that time, like, she and her husband, like, have, like, are, like, members of the New York Film Festival, and they go, like, oh. anytime the window, the festival window, ticket window opens up, she buys, like, all these tickets, and then sometimes she can't go to them, so she would, like, offer them to me. So she was like, you want to go see The Lobster? And, like, I couldn't, but then I, like, read the synopsis, and I was like, I don't want to go see this. Like, if you, like, don't end up, it's, a, it's like a futuristic, right. fantastical world where, like, if you don't end up, like, with a partner by a certain time, like, you turn into, you turn an, into animal. an animal. And I was just like, <laughs> it, like, 
yeah. like hit home for me, and I was just like, I'm not gonna go watch this. But oh, um, I see what you're saying. No, but I was actually busy because I was like, oh, I, I think it would be fun, um, and she thought it was just like a weird movie. But um, yeah, I kind of want to watch it. I do too. I, I want to watch it very much. Um, hopefully, my fiance will want to watch it. Too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but definitely Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Right? Lock. Uh, here we go. Writing for an adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, what do we think is going to win? Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah. I... I don't know. If, I don't I don't consider this a lock, but I think I it's the most... I don't consider this a lock either, because... I, but it's the most probable, I think. What do you think is the next probable? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like it's one of those where it's like none of these are more probable than the others combined. Okay. You know what I mean? They each have, like, a shot at it. I would say if I had to choose, like, a second place, probably Fences or Hidden Figures. Yeah, so I... I, I feel like Hidden Figures is coming on so strong. He Hidden Figures um, kind of just, like, I feel like blew out of the water, like blew expectations yes. out of the water. Yes. Um, and and I totally agree with that. I think the only reason why I think it might go to Fences is because um, it was a play that was really well-received. Right. Um, I believe it was a play by August Wilson, and I think he wrote the screenplay too. Really? But he died, and so he's no longer here. And it's like it would be like a posthumous, posthumous. Uh, which I never know how to say. Um, he died like ten years ago too. So I think um, like they've been trying to make this movie for a long time, or something like that. But um, so that's the only reason why I think maybe Fences has a chance. Um, listen, I love Arrival and I love Lion, but like it's too stacked. Like the odds are too stacked against either of those. Um, but I think Moonlight. So yeah, it I doesn't think so. matter. Yeah, yeah. It's probably gonna be Moonlight. Yeah. Oh. All right. So the fun stuff, right? Here we go. So are we on directing now? No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. We are, right? We are on directing. All right. Here we go. Uh, Let's do like this. Okay. So so directing, right? Uh, We have Arrival, Mm -hmm. Hacksaw Ridge, Mm -hmm. La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. I like how in your pulling of this list that we're working off of we don't have the names of the directors oh, or the names true. of the that's screenwriters true. we're just wait, doing the wait, wait, let me try let me try right. okay so arrival is uh dennis villeneuve yes hexaw ridge is mel gibson mm-hmm. la la land is damien chazelle mm-hmm. who did manchester by the sea and moonlight kenneth lonergan the guy Ken- oh right kenneth lonergan did manchester by the sea who did moonlight Barry something. Barry Jenkins, I Barry. think. Oh, you're right. It is Barry Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. Um, so between the two of us, we did pretty well, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so can I just say something? Go for it. You can be a terrible, terrible person, and then, like, ten years later, people forget about the crap that you did, and you can be nominated for an Oscar. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Mo Gibson. Why is he on this list? Why is he allowed to work? Like, I don't understand. Let's do this. Let's do this, because people may not... People should just Google it. Well, no, because I was going to say, I don't know if I remember exactly. I don't remember. Was it anti-Semitic? 
the most anti-Semitic thing. And I think it was, he was, it was probably, anti-Semitism, right? Yeah. I think he may have been under the influence of like alcohol or drugs, but that doesn't excuse of course not. the never, stuff never, that never, came out of his never. mouth. And he made kind of a quiet comeback, right? Because like there haven't been there hasn't been a lot of like Mel Gibson has made a comeback. But like he kind of just snuck in here with this movie, which I'm sure is a fine movie. I just don't like war movies, so I refuse to watch it. Hacksaw Ridge. No, I'm like I hate blood. I hate like I just don't Have you never seen Saving Private? No, I have, okay. but like I I don't wanna watch these movies in the theater where like everything's super loud and I like it doesn't matter that I'm covering my eyes because my ears are exposed and I can hear the someone's head being blown off. Do you know what I mean? I do, I do, I do. Um so yeah, I'm just kind of like amazed at this and oh, whatever. I feel like you can get away with anything when you're white too. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, it's I'm cool. not into this. Okay, it's cool. go on. Who do we think is going on that note? Who do we think is going to win best director? Uh, Damien Chazelle for Damien La La Lamb. That is the I think that is the third highest lock I have. Which, but then I feel like it's not that much of a lock. Whoa. Only because. Really? I think Moonlight or Barry Jenkins has Yay. a really good shot really? at it. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think Damien Chazelle. It's also because um, La La Land peaked very early. It did peak early. And there's then already now there's a backlash. backlash. Yeah. And so I don't know they how that's going to They haven't even won yet, and there's already a backlash. Yeah. But I, I think that um, in terms of. Uh, just the vision of what La La Land be- has, is. Um, I think it's hard not to, like, not to reward someone whose vision is so kind of original and so unique. Yeah. Um. The my only thing. Oh, I I think Damien Chazelle will win. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Against all hope, this is like so impossible. I there's like no chance of this happening, but I hope uh, Dennis Villeneuve yeah. wins for. So Arrival, Arrival is so good. I I, I, I mean, the more time a, passes, yeah, the more I like really I like feel the Arrival. Same exact way. Like when I was actually watching, I was like, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, the more I think about it, and the more like I look back and yeah. like, yo, you know what was sick? This is like Arrival. Arrival. Yeah. Um, okay. Here, here's the one thing I will say though. So. We'll touch on this. Actually, you know what? Why don't we touch on this later? Because it has to do with box office numbers. Okay. So why don't we touch on it later? Okay. Um, next category is actress in a supporting role. Actually, Steve. Yes. So none of this, this isn't on any of our list, but um, I wanted to make a point about best foreign film. Oh, I think you'd mentioned that to me and I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of movies on that list and like we can name them, but... I don't really feel like I need to. Um, so for a really long time, it was this German comedy called like Tony Erdem that was like, like the front runner. But I, I think we touched upon. I think we talked about this a little bit. Um, but like this, this Oscars has to be political. Like there's no way it's not going to be political, yeah. and. Um, one of the nominees, and it's the it's a movie from Iran called um, The Salesman. It's it is directly affected by like 
this quote-unquote Muslim ban that the administration is really Iran is one of the countries oh, right, 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 banning right, right. and so the director his name is Asghar Farhar Farhadi he's already opted out of um, attending the Oscars as a way of protest and I do think that the Academy will use this particular category um, to reward the movie um, as a way of you know supporting yeah okay so it's like okay we know why you're not coming but we're not we ain't yeah. mad at you yeah. about it yeah Interesting. Interesting. we can't be mad at you like we caused it yeah. and like here's the Oscar for it so I don't know what the movie is I mean I'm sure it's good it was nominated but yeah, yeah. So, I think that's interesting. But, okay. Excellent. Back uh, to our scheduled programming. Yes. So, actress in a supporting role. Yes. Right? We have Viola Davis, Naomi Harris, oh, Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. She's your favorite, right? Michelle Williams. Mm. Love Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Who do we think is going to win? Viola Davis. This is my number one lock. This is the only my, lock. Yeah, this is... If... It, for everything else that we're saying is a lot, we could be wrong. There's yeah. like a chance yeah. that we're wrong. This is the only one where I'm she, 100% sure. I think the award season can be long. Um, and there's a sort of fluctuation that can happen yes. um, during the season where the tides turn. Of course. Someone of course. who's a front runner in the beginning of the season happens falls out. Happens all the time. Viola Davis has been leading this pack ever since. She's lapped people at this point. Yes. So the interesting thing about this one is that she purposely submitted Mm -hmm. herself in Mm -hmm. this category versus... As opposed to the leading role. Best Actress. Um, And I think her justification is that she does... Like, the the role is... um, Shared with, like, Denzel's character's role and... So it's not a stretch, but people think that it, she could have been a Best Actress nominee for yeah, this role. she could have been, you know. But then... She wanted. And I don't know. Like, I think she would have still been able to win. Really? But, but the chances of that oh, would be significantly way, less yeah, than sure. this. So, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's a... It's, it's a str- it just goes to show you what, like... These are all strategic decisions. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's not the actors themselves; it's the studios. But, but it's a like it's a po- political play. Yeah, yeah, for sure, these. for yeah. sure. And you know what? I'm not even mad. Okay. I'm just like, yo, Violet, Have get you yours. Have you seen the scene that they always play? No, no. She's I like pissed off at Denzel Washington, and she's like crying, and like snot's coming down her nose. Um, That's a total commitment. And she was just like, "I'm sorry, but I my like I have a runny nose when I cry, like." And so she's really crying, and it's just like it's so good. Except the whole time I'm like distracted by her snot. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the lack of all lacks. Yes. If if you're going, gambling is illegal. Yeah. So we don't condone gambling, nope. but if you were to put Bet money on money. one of these, yeah, Viola Davis, Fences, actress in supporting role, for sure, absolutely. Um. Here's my favorite category. Best actor in a, in a supporting, supporting role. role. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here are the nominees, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. Moonlight, Jeff Bridges, Hell or High Water. I didn't know Jeff Bridges was in Hell or High Water. Uh, Lucas Hedges, Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel, Lion, Michael Shannon, Nocturnal Animals. Who do we think is Why is this your favorite category? 
<clears throat> Did you watch the uh, SAG Awards by yes. chance? I can't wait to see what our man says when he did, gets his speech. Did you love his speech? It was <coughs> so quiet and moving, wasn't it? But why don't we say who we think is going to okay. win? Who do you think is going to win? Um, can you say his name? Mahershala Ali. Yes. Uh, we think he's going to win. This is, I think, the next lock after Viola Davis. Oh, is this your... Really? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have this as... I'll tell you what my other one is okay. later. We haven't hit it yet. Uh, <clears throat> so this is your number two lock. Mm-hmm. I think I I mean yeah he's he's gonna win so here's the thing about like acceptance speeches like here's what I so when we talked about the Golden Globes and Meryl Streep does her her speech right it was like too many opportunities for people to like clap right it was like note or like beat clap beat clap yeah. beat clap his at the SAG Awards yeah. was like so calm yeah and like it wasn't like a rally cry no. it was just like. Him explaining why this role meant so much to him yeah. and what he extrapolated from it. Yeah. There was, like, the one or two parts where people did try to clap mm-hmm. in between him. And, you know, he's, like, a gentleman, so he paused and yeah. had to clap. But it's, and, you know, he would have been drowned out, so he has to wait. Yeah, you know, uh, but it was so quiet but so, like, powerful at the same time. And that's why it's my favorite category because I cannot wait to see okay. what our man says when he accepts his award for Best Supporting Actor. The- first cat no best actress is the first category so it'll be early on in the it film. will be early yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also i think he's incredibly good in this role yeah, yeah. He, he's very I mean, he's having a hell of a year he was in this he was in um luke cage yes uh he was in the hunger games catching fire the second and third um one of the um, oh my god you're right one of the resistance people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's so right that's so right um, um so I'm not really sure. I feel bad for people who are not even considered. Like, you're in this category, and no one ever talks about you or thinks about you, right? So Jeff Bridges is one of them. You even said so yourself that you didn't even know that he was in that movie, let alone, like, nominated. I just know the brothers, you know? Mm -hmm. Chris Pine, and who's the other one? I forget. I only know Chris Pine. Yeah, someone else. Um, And then Michael Shannon, who, like, Nocturnal Animals, like, didn't really do very well. Like, it was... What did you hear about Nocturnal Animals? I have, like, zero Such interest mixed. in watching it. Yeah, me neither. Because I think it's also supposed to be super violent. Um, I think it's, like, film noir-ish. Um, I do think it's interesting that Tom Ford is now, like, directing. That was his movie. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Lucas Hedges uh, from Manchester by the Sea, right. but whatever. My personal favorite is Dev Patel. That doesn't mean that I want him to win. I don't. I think for him, this nomination probably is everything. Yeah, yeah, just um, to be nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this category is really interesting, but for totally different reasons mm. than you did. Okay, so cool, cool, cool. So we have three left, right? Three left. Here we go. Uh, home stretch. So actress in a leading role. We have Isabel. How do you say her last name? I think Huppert. Huppert. Uh, L. Uh, Ruth Nega for Loving. Natalie Portman for Jackie. Emma Stone for La La Land. And the immortal goddess Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. Yes. Who do we think is gonna win? Um, Emma Stone. That's, this is my number two lot. Okay. I think after Viola Davis, this is. It's so interesting that you say that because this is like less clear to me than some of the other categories. Um, that's because I think Natalie Portman's Jackie was the front runner for a really long time. I feel like she was the front runner and before people like, like watched the movie. Yeah. So what she has going against her is the fact that Jackie was pretty much nominated for nothing else. Um, right, 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 right. And 
a lot of people think that um, the movie it was like a showcase for this performance and not um, yes, the yes. performance, you know, Ex- not the I other totally way around. I totally so I think that there's no way that she's going to win, even though she's supposed to be incredible in it. Um, the other contender is Isabel Hubert. Hubert. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard some buzz around A lot her. of yeah. people consider her the greatest working actress, like, working right now. Interesting. And she's, like, a French actress. Um, well, I was going to say, yeah. I, I've heard the same things, but it's, like, the best wor- non-American yes. working actress. Yeah. Like, that's what I've heard, you know? Um, I think that to be nominated for your performance for a foreign film that's is legit. incredibly difficult. Yeah. Like, it almost happen ever I don't remember the last time um, I think it's happened but like I oh yeah I know. I'm sure it has but yeah. I don't remember yeah, it yeah. you know what I mean um, and so and like Elle isn't even nominated for like a best foreign language film um, and so I think that you know like with the backlash to La La Land and stuff like that but at the end of the day like I watched La La Land and I think Emma Stone is stunning and there are things that she does in that movie that I'm just like, you deserve, like, all the Oscars in the world. You know, so we talk about how La La Land is going to, you know, like, win, like, everything. By everything, we don't mean literally every award it's nominated mm-hmm. for. But for at least half of them, mm-hmm. we're thinking. I think more than any other part, for more than any other uh, award that La La Land is nominated for, this is the one that it deserves to win the most. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of my thing. Oh, over Best Picture? Deserves. Yeah. I think so. Okay, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I agree, but yeah. yeah. Um, like, or I'll say this. She deserves to win Actress in a Leading Role more than La La Land deserves to win Best Picture, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And, and we'll go into that. We can go into that, like, a little later. Yeah. I just hope that, like, this doesn't make her... Um, like, first of all, there's, like, I feel like there's Oscar curses, right? Like, you win a Best Actress. Oh, no, she'll and, like, be fine. And, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah don't ever recover from the prestige of that happening and like of it happening so early in your career too but like my favorite Emma Stone is like the super bad the easy A Emma Stone she has incredible comic like comedic timing and I just hope that like she like can continue to do roles that are like like just fun you know not so much like not that La La Land is like a serious picture but like it could set you on this like track to do like you take yourself like so Oscar seriously. Baby yeah. Movies. yeah, let's not be a Michelle Williams and be like so serious about life. Anyways, I think I think she'll be fine. If anything, I kind of feel bad in that she is this like supernova of a talent because, like mm-hmm. you said, like it doesn't matter what she's in, whether it's La La Land or like something like as terrible as like Crazy Stupid Love. Okay, first of all, Crazy Stupid Love was not terrible. It was a cute movie. I loved it. Shut up. Okay. Shut your face. Oh, as uh, silly as super bad then. Yeah. Right? Or yes, easy yes, A. Yeah, yeah. And she can knock yeah, it out yeah. of the park. Yeah. I feel bad because it's like women don't really get an opportunity to, to showcase their yeah. their uh, their chops like that. You know, like every once in a while you'll have like room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or something like that. Or but it feels like literally every other one is taken up by Amy Adams. You know what I mean? And I know like 
Or not, Jennifer Lawrence. Or Jennifer Lawrence, you know what I mean? I mean, no knock on them, like, yeah. yo, go get yours. But I'm saying, like, I wish there were everyone more. Yeah. could have that opportunity, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's just me. Okay. Um, let's move on to actor. Yeah, anyone? I think this is going to be the most interesting award of the night, actually. I, I, I think so, too. I'm, I'm really... Okay, let's, okay. let's get into it. All right. right, so actor in a leading role. We have Casey Affleck, uh-huh. Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Viggo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic, Denzel Washington for Fences. Can I just say something? So, you know how Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone used to date yeah. for a really long time? I do wonder what, and I think they have a good relationship because, like, they're, like, they seem to just be friends and stuff. Um, although I don't really believe in, like, being friends with their exes, but, like, whatever. I mean, they're celebrities. They're just yeah, totally different. I guess so. Um, but I do wonder what it's like to be in the award circuit because these same group of people move from one award show to the other leading up to the Oscars because you are just, like, all nominated for the same things over and over and over again. And, like, just, like, to be, have to, like, you know experience that together but like you're not together um i just think it's interesting it is, it is interesting. maybe they're not like they don't they're just like we're fine like don't read into it and i think they are but i'm just like oh that'd be like so i like i'm like thinking about like if i had to like do this like with any of my exes i'd want to like shoot myself excellent no <laughs> i would like any I, other year you could have been nominated I like, why would now probably want to shoot myself too. yeah although i'm sure like it's harder for andrew garfield because he's not a luck and he's not winning. He's not you know gonna what I mean? Win. Like he's, he's gonna, gonna have to watch like his ex up on that stage right. accepting that award. So whatever. Um, okay. This is the one category where you and I differ. It's the only category, the only category. that you and I differ. And it's because it's either your guy or my guy. Not mm-hmm. your but like yeah, yeah, either yeah. your yeah. choice or my yeah. choice. I wanna go first just because okay. I want to shout out yeah. real quick. Yeah. I thought I don't wanna Okay, so I thought it was gonna be one person. Yeah. The entire time, I was like, this is a lock. This dude yeah. is winning. Yeah, he and, was. And my boss, my boss was like, yo, uh, my man Denzel Washington, he's going to get a, an Oscar for Fences. And I was like, you're crazy, man. Yeah. I was like, you're, I like you, but you're crazy. Yeah. Not happening. I'm, I have to give it up to him. I think my boss is right. I and think Denzel you- is going to win. For fences. You changed your mind at what point? I don't know. It was gradual. You didn't change your mind after the SAG Awards? Because I think that's what made that everyone... Locked it. No, that, that locked it for me. Oh, for so me. You, before you were But even that. before oh, the I SAG Awards. I had no idea. Like, I thought... I did not think he was going to win the SAG Awards, and neither did he from the right. non-speech that he yeah, gave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Like, there was no way that I thought he was going to... You know, I, I just, I don't know. He he mentioned it to me. Yeah. And I was like, yo, you're crazy. And then as, like, the season went along more and more and more, and, you know, there was... Casey Affleck was doing less and less press. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was withdrawing more. And that's... So the other person that we're alluding to is Casey Affleck. Right. Who was right. the front runner. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. He, he was doing less and less press. Yeah. And it seems like Denzel is hungry for this one. Because, like, he's... Like, I feel like... He normally can be the type of person who's, like, not a fun interview. Yeah. But he was on Kimmel. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, like, doing press. Like, I think he I think he feels like he can win this one. Yeah, no, actually, that's so interesting that you say that because I don't agree that he's hungry for this one. You know, when I say hungry, I don't mean, like, he wants it. I think it's more, like, 
he he can feel it within his grasp. Not not, yeah, not and you he know what I mean. Yeah, that he part. Totally not should. not like not like he's like yo, I want this one bad. I don't think that's it. Like. So I used I think I used the wrong verb, but I think he feels it within his grasp. And he should because there is a very large chance, and I feel like I'm going out on the limb by sticking. Oh, you think you're conflict. you think you're the one going out on the limb? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay. But I still think that this award is Casey Affleck's to lose, and if he loses, I hope he goes home. <laughs> And thinks about the, the disgusting things that people have alleged that he does, he has done, um, and just like why are all, why are both of the Affleck brothers so unlikable? You know, I don't know. I was gonna try to come I was up with like, a reason. Tell me. I just I don't. You know what? Whatever. Like I don't like Casey Affleck. I. I loved him before this. I, like, like literally didn't care for him. Like, I don't care. You didn't like Gone Baby Gone? No, I like Gone Baby Gone, but, like, it's he's not somebody that I was just like, oh. And I'm I like that he's, everything. like, a little brother. Yeah, okay, because of your experience as a little brother? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if... Why else? I guess... There's no other explanation. You just like the fact that he was a little brother? He's a little brother? You know what it was? I liked that, like... When Ben Affleck was going through like that Gigli and like Jersey yeah. girl stage, Gigli. that like Casey Affleck was like, "Yo, I got you. Like, I'll I'll, I'll carry the name until you come Interesting. back, make your comeback. Okay. You know, so they're like a tag team, so I like that. Okay, that's but but now they're a tag team in like the worst. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Way. I just. But I know. I think you're right. I think this is definitely still Casey Affleck's to lose because even though. Um, we may have a new favorite. Mm-hmm. It's not like he has zero percent chance of winning. Yeah, so it's no. still his to lose. You know. Um, I, so I definitely agree with that assessment. I, I don't know. I literally, I'm gonna just stick with Casey Affleck because. Are you of, reverse jinxing this? Yeah. But I, I don't know. I like either thing can happen, right? And then like. I don't know. They can split the vote and, like, Ryan oh, Gosling right. sneaks in there or something. You know what? You know? How about this? How about this? Let's say they split the vote. Casey yeah. and Denzel split the vote. Who would... who? Because this is literally 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. Who do you think the, would could slip in? The only person that can slip in is Ryan Gosling. He but he's so. carrying the La La Land momentum. Really? Yeah. Okay, because here, here's... My number three would be Vigo Mortensen. A lot of people were confused as to why this performance in this movie was not made in the first place. Really? Not because he's not good in it, but it's just like Captain Fantastic got like right, not right, right, zero right, right. Other it's very rare for you to get no yeah, nomination yeah. except for actor in a lead. Like normally, it's like you get nothing except for like you know best director yeah. or like maybe sometimes in very rare cases get, like, like best like, picture sound mix yeah yeah exactly you know like even Suicide Squad got like nominated for like <laughs> costume I costume think costume and yeah. like you know Captain Fantastic it's just kind of like a weird thing yeah um, so I think Ryan Gosling you think it's Viggo Mortensen so we both agree that Andrew Garfield it's been nice that he's nominated but yeah. this is not yeah. your thank year. you but yeah. uh, not your year and yeah. you know it it's fine yeah okay so I mean we'll see okay. you know what all right, so I have a feeling one of us is going to have a perfect ballot. Yeah. Well, right. no, because we're not doing all the other ones. Uh, no, right? but the ones that matter. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think one of us is yeah. going to have a perfect ballot. May the best <laughs> ballot predictor win. All right. Let's uh, move on to the last category, uh, the big one. So it's best picture. 
Dun dun dun. Arrival, mm-hmm. Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Yes. So. Who do you, who do we think is gonna win? Oh, La La Land. This is my third lock. This okay. is my third highest lock. If La La Land does not win, what do you think is gonna win? Moonlight. Yeah. I think a lot of people are pulling for Moonlight. I I it's, I think so too. I, I think um, it's a it's definitely a quieter film. It's character driven. It is um, I think speaks to an experience that more people can relate with. Mm-hmm. Although La La Land is also about like working for your dreams and kind of like trying to achieve that kind of, you know, so it's like, okay, fine. yeah, yeah, like no, that's relatable. true, that's true, that's true. Um, but it's so much about Hollywood and what Hollywood has to offer that like, it's ultimately not that relatable to a lot of people. Exactly. Um, that was like kind of the, the thinking that I had. Yeah. yeah. So Moonlight, I think is, is the sentimental favorite because there's always a sentimental favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, but La La Land is going to win. You did some research on the box office. Yeah, stuff. so La La Land, I had I was shocked when I texted this to you, right? Yeah. Which was I found out that La La Land was made for like thirty or forty million dollars, yeah. right? And worldwide, it has made like three hundred and forty or three hundred fifty million dollars. That's interesting. that is that's that, insane. That is insane. That's insane because usually it's the blockbuster movies that make that. I can't believe we're talking about La La Land as oh, a blockbuster. it's a musical. It's a musical. Yeah, like, it, yeah. I can't believe we were referring yeah. to this as a blockbuster. And But you brought up something very interesting, too, right? Which is, uh, even though La La Land has made $350 million worldwide, in, domestically it has only made $140 million worldwide. There's another movie here that has made like $170 million Domestically, mm-hmm. which one is that? Hidden Figure. That is crazy. This is the highest grossing Best Picture nominee of this year. Of this year. That blows my mind. I can't. It, it, I, I. I can't even wrap my mind. I around. thought um, Arrival would be just because it's like a bigger movie. It was a more mainstream, right? Yeah, but um, I think Arrival. You said it was like a hundred million. It was two hundred total, a hundred both domestic and worldwide. Got it. That is, yo, that is bananas. The yeah. Hidden Figures has made that much. But, Not that it doesn't deserve to. But you know, like, oh, I mean, are you just talking about Hidden Figures itself? Or are you talking about these, like, box office numbers? Um, Hidden Figures itself. And Did you then, watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I've, I mean, like, I everybody in my life has watched it. And they're Except like, Except for the great. two of us in this yeah. room. Yeah. So everyone outside important. this room Only has the most important. It. I'm just kidding. Please listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,. What I want to say is that uh, I'm really, really pleased with um, the breadth of um, the nominees, the nine nominees mm, in this category. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I was telling you before, I just feel like there are certain movies that are so Oscar baity. It's like you know when they were making this movie, like, they were won winning the an Oscar. Oscar. We're getting nominated for an Oscar, and it's usually like those like historical like bio- biopics. And there was that one year it was like the imitation game, like the theory of everything. And I was like, shoot myself. Like, I don't want to watch any of these movies. Here, you've got sci-fi. You've got Western. You've got a war movie. You've got a musical. You have, I historical guess. Historical fiction. Historical fiction. You have the bio 
biopic-ish lion. It's not really. I wouldn't even call it a biopic, but biopic-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you have like an indie film. And then it's also interesting, Manchester by the Sea is also like produced by Amazon, Amazon Studios, and Amazon with this nomination and like the success of, the critical success of this movie has done what no streaming platform, namely Uh, Netflix, has done before, which is get this coveted, um, like, buzz, you know what I mean? Like, um, Beasts of No Nation was Netflix's kind of like eggs in the Oscar basket pick and it it didn't take. Yeah, yeah. And I think I I would like to believe that there's still a market for people going to the movies and Netflix oh, for sure. Netflix obviously still operates on the um you know like streaming. streaming. And so it was released in theaters but it was also streaming at the same time whereas Amazon, I think, was a little bit more deliberate about making sure that Manchester by the Sea got a box office run, and I think that does make a difference. So I think it'll be interesting, um, but I think it is interesting that Jeff Bezos will be at the Oscars, like, you know, (laughs) potentially receiving an award, an Oscar. That is wild. Um, That is wild. But, yeah, like, I just really, really appreciate that there are so many different types of movies on here and movies that have grossed a lot of money too because let's not count those out mm. um but at the end of the day hollywood loves hollywood and there's no greater tribute to hollywood this year than la la land and don't get me wrong like it's a fantastic like i loved it i really still think you should watch it um, I will, I will. Definitely and so i think i think it'll win um i kind of hope that moonlight does because I always root for the underdog, and you know, even though I didn't watch it yet, because it's still also not playing anywhere that I want, uh, that I can go see it at. Um, I'm all for like the quieter movies that really like. It's not about the frills, and it's not about the showy like special effects, and it's just about the characters, and I think that's what the movie does. So, my yeah. I. I'm curious as to what Damien Chazelle's next move is. Right? Yeah, so where's he gonna go? Three hundred fifty million dollars on a thirty million dollars budget. Because that blew away what, like Whiplash, right? Like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, destroyed it. And it's like, he's his movie's gonna win Best Picture. Mm. He's gonna win Best Director. I mean, if things pan out the way, like, they should should. I don't even want to say should. The prob in terms of probability, they yeah. they should right. Um, He'll be the youngest director. Best really? Director, winner. I think so. He's, he's like 30. 32? Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's early 30s. And my early thing 30s. is like, where does he go next? Does he do, um, is it like the path where studios are like, hey, listen, like, make whatever movie you want. And like, here's like. Here's your check. Here's your check. And here's your budget, which is more than what this kind of movie should get yeah. or do they give him like Star Wars episode 10 yeah you know I'm yeah. just like I'm so yeah. curious because I feel like or they're like here's Avengers 5 you know what I mean because it's like I feel like um, if you're uh, a really good director you've never had more options, but you've also never been so limited before, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So you've never had more options in terms of, you know what? I'm going to Netflix, and I'm going to make a 10-hour 
thing and it's just going to be that or I'm going to go to HBO and do like an eight hour, eight episode thing or, you know, I'm going to do a passion project of mine that's, um, you know, that I can get like money for or I'm going to make, try to make the biggest movie ever. But what's the option, and which is great, right, that they have all these options, but the option that is gone that I think a lot of directors, I would assume, and like auteurs like is, oh, you know what, I'm going to make this movie, I just need the right people to give me $75 million. Yeah, for some reason I cannot imagine him going down that path of like directing a start. Wars movie or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people, though, that I couldn't have thought right, that about, you know? Right, but the thing about him, though, is that, like, he's written and directed all of his, like, movies in his very short career, so, like, three of them. Yeah. Um, and they're all kind of about the same thing. Right, right, right. Which right, is right. something that he knows so well, which is jazz. Yeah, yeah. He, like, started off as a jazz drummer or whatever, and, like, Whiplash is essentially about a drummer, and this is this... Oh, was he a drummer? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, I think he played in high school, but okay. like he, that makes sense. yeah, he like Whiplash is kind of about like he had an intense music teacher. I don't think his music teacher threw a chair at him, but like, um, and so like I just I, it'll you're right. It'll be really interesting to see what he does next because I feel like his movies have been so personal and tied to like what he knows, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so to like have to like expand that because he can't make every movie about jazz, you know? I don't know. Maybe you can. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, who, who, who knows? knows? Who knows? You know, but I, I think it'll be interesting because he's, like, the next IT director mm-hmm. in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I'm just so curious as to see where he goes. I think he is too young to be, like... I don't think he has. he's done enough projects where he can go to Netflix and be like, oh, God, you know what? I'm done with movies. I, now I would just want to do, like my own contained story and get it to as many people as yeah. possible. I, I, but that option is available. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm really interested to see where he goes from here. Yes. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Right? Okay. So why don't we take... Good luck on your ballots, Yes, people. good luck on your ballots. If Let you follow know. ours, you'll probably win, but then you have to choose between Steve and my predictions yeah. for best actor. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you guys think you can do better, you can try, but you're going to, to lose. Oh my gosh, Steve. <laughs> okay, know? yeah. I just, I'm, I'm just right, yeah, speaking yeah. truth. Um, why don't we, geez, why don't we take a break yeah. and then we'll come back with uh, obsessions of the episode. Sounds good. All right, so we'll be back, guys. Welcome. Uh, so now we're gonna do uh, our obsession of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't I go first? Cause I just this is a quicker. Um, Mine's quick too, but yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so for me, I have I shared. I don't have I shared on the podcast that I have high cholesterol. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, like, um, you know what's really funny about this uh, experience of podcasting is that I know like, exactly what you're we have conversations before the the podcast starts and also conversations in real life, right. not with the mic in our face. Yeah. Um, so, like, sometimes I, like, don't under, like don't remember what we talked about, the, but it yes. also applies to people in our lives. Do you, did you Have you ever had this experience? I had someone say to me, like, oh, yeah, you told me that you went to go see or something. He, he, Referred to something. No, and like, that and we that, talked about? And in my head, I was like, I don't think I told you that. I think you heard it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my so God. It's like kind of, and, like, I've also heard other people say to me, like, I feel like I know you and Steve, or I feel like we're, like, like 
like so much like closer as friends because I feel like I know about your lives. Really? Because they hear us talking. Oh, that's like, really cool. Bi-weekly or whatever. Yeah. None of my friends must listen to this because none of them say that. The your only mom has told my me mom this. has told me <laughs> my my boss uh, has said that not said that specifically, but yeah. he'll uh, he'll like, allude to things. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's okay. kind of interesting, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Um. So yeah, it, it, I don't know if I've shared this, but uh, I have high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, a lot of foods I can't eat. So I was on the hunt to watch people eat. I don't really get that, I think, because... So then you want to live vicariously through people because you can't enjoy that? Yeah, exactly. When I can't have something, I want nobody to have it. Well, no, no, you, know, here, you know what it is, though? It's like... It's cool when they eat something I've never eaten before. Okay. But what I really want to do is them to eat something I have eaten before because when I have that visual cue, all of a sudden I remember what it tastes like. Like yeah, I remember the taste off the top of my head. Doesn't that make you want to go eat it? <sighs> yeah, but I also know that it's not like I'm never going to be able to eat it. Okay. I, it like makes me look forward to eating it again in the future. Got it. You You're know? a much nicer person than I am. I, I no, I know that's not a fact. Oh, uh, I'm just like I'm. I know I'm the not, opposite is I true. Can't. I've heard. I'm people, actually okay. a bad person. <laughs> I'm like pretty sure. Okay, Steve. We're not. I have go to tell you no, no, no. at this test that I took. It was a personality test because I'm engaged. Did it tell you that you're like a psychopath? Not that far from it. Oh my gosh. Steve. This is that's something for another episode. We'll okay. talk about that okay. the next episode. But you're episode. like okay. Anyway, so it's it's this YouTube channel called Twin Muscle and start out. Are they twins? twins? They're they're twins. Identical? Identical. And it started out as them like just like working out because they are they're so brolic. And they're, they're both so jacked. They're both? They're both. You know what would insanely. be so interesting? If one of them ruined his body. <laughs> And they're twins, right? So you can kind of see the difference. Like, that's what happened with the astronauts. Um, you know Senator Gabby Giffords? She was the one who was shot in the head in Arizona during, like, a like a press event or whatever. Oh, I don't She's know. married to an astronaut. I forget his name, but he's an identical twin, and his identical twin brother is also an astronaut. So he's... They're both astronauts? They're both astronauts. And um, obviously, Gabby Giffords husband has dedicated a lot of his life recently to caretaking for her um but for a year his twin brother went up in space and they did that on purpose to see the effect of space on his body for a year and compare it with his twin mm-hmm. brother who oh was that makes sense space. so like twin muscle should also do that <laughs> where like one does one thing and the other one does something else and they can compare like how their That's bodies like change you know what you should write to them with this fantastic idea. idea. Yeah, they will. Maybe. Uh, That's a great idea. Well, anyway, they eat fast food in the car. Okay, yeah. And I was like, why are they in the car? They eat fast food in the car, and what's... Okay, so here's the thing. Unlike other YouTube videos, they, they're not taste testing it. They're, they just eat... It's just videos of them, like, so joking around. is it and like a 20-minute video while it's, they're finishing their yes. full meal of yes. whatever? Yes. Okay. And it is great if you want... If you have the thing or you do the thing that I do where you want to watch people eat because you want to eat it. Yeah, I don't. I because don't other people, sure it's like they do a bite and it's like, oh, and then they review. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Don't talk. Just <laughs> eat. But do they do that thing that food bloggers, do, foodies do where they like unwrap it and like show you? And yeah, yeah. It. But just okay. to be like, oh, look at how good this looks. Okay. So I'm going to eat this. Okay. And then they just like eat it. Okay, got it. So that's that's my All obsession right. with the episode. Great. What about, what about you? 
<laughs> Mine's completely different. Although, on that same note, can I tell you about the thing that I showed you? Bread face block? Yes, yes, you can absolutely. <laughs> My friend Michelle showed it to, um, like, we were in a small group, and then, like, she showed all of us, and we were like, why do you watch this? And then all, but all of us were, like, clicking on, like, every single video. It's but it's crazy. just this, like, Asian girl who, like, takes bread and rolls her face in it. And if you are confused by the words that are coming out of my mouth, she's literally rolling her face I in didn't, these. When you first texted me... You were like, I don't know what you're saying. I was saying. like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Does but she then, use her face to make bread? No, she just... She takes the bread and she, like, puts her face in it. And she gets, like, 100,000 views. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I know, me too. We just need to roll our faces in bread, and we will be on our way, Steve. Yeah, so that's my suggestion. Um, So I won't watch people eating, but I will watch people (laughs) rubbing their face in bread. And and then being concerned for their skin and not breaking out. Because that's all I can think about. That's all I can think about, too, is, like... Because she she has a video where she, like, butters a roll and then, like... Sticks her face in it. It makes me feel like, really uncomfortable. When it was she so does it. it's so uncomfortable, but like I clicked on like most of them and I watched them. I don't understand okay, whatever. But that's not my obsession. My actual obsession is a teen drama on the CW River <laughs> called Dale. Riverdale. I'm sorry, I totally spoiled that. I was just so excited. No, 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 that's okay. It. That's okay. Um, you're gonna watch it. I, I cannot yeah. wait to watch it. It's, Do you want to tell people what it's about? Do you remember the Archie comic? Of course! Yeah, so it's literally Riverdale, and Archie is in it, Betty, Veronica, Jughead, Josie and the Pussycats, they're all in it, and it's this reimagining of the world that's created by the Archie comics, except it's nothing like what was in the comics, because the comics were pretty innocent, right? Yeah, yeah. um, Especially, like, the first few decades of it mm-hmm. you know this innocent world has become a world that's filled with affairs with teachers murder mystery like it's just dark and gritty and i think the reason why it works is because like teenagers and adolescents like it's that time where you're so brooding and you're so hormonal and everything is changing and everything is yeah. dramatic and so in that sense it makes perfect sense um it's super dramatic and in ways that like is so unrealistic but that's what's like so entertaining about it like um it's like the typical like teen drama formula there's jocks there's cheerleaders there's um queen bees but there's also murder that happens that they're trying to solve and everybody's a suspect and um betty's on adderall like it's just so it's so good, and I'm particularly intrigued by the character of Jughead, who is such a doofus in the comics, and here he's the narrator, and he's he's like this, like, outsider. He and Archie are, like, kind of, like, barely friends. Like, they have a thing where, like, they're, like, kind of mad at each other. I don't know. I'm only on the third episode, but, like, um, he is not the loyal puppy dog best friend of Archie as he is in the comics um Luke Perry is in it as Archie's dad like what? it's so interesting it's so good um the CW is like my favorite now. hey listen they're pumping out <laughs> they good stuff they are doing man. good stuff um and it's gotten a lot of um critical acclaim I'm really excited to yeah, start it so I think you should watch it I it's will. a fun way to spend some time yeah um 
All right. Was there anything else? No, the I Oscars are on Sunday. Oscars are on Sunday. Um, so give that a watch. Uh, let us know if you uh, think you have better picks than us. Probably don't, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, so uh, follow us on uh, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate and review. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and then we'll talk about my weird personality test next time. We'll, we'll tease cool. that. We'll leave that for next time. Uh, and make sure to check out our Facebook. I mean, not our Facebook. Uh, well, no. Check out our Facebook. But then check out our YouTube channel for food stuff. We've been trying to dabble in food stuff. Maybe I should stop with the twin muscle thing because like I'm just like obs- I, not only now do I watch obsessed. food yeah. videos and now we're making food, food videos, videos. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll chill out with that but uh, yeah check out our YouTube channel for stuff like that um, so until next time uh, we'll see you then you want to say bye bye guys bye.